Financial Grown-Up Guide, Seven Ways Money Will Change in the Future, and How We Can Be Ready, with Peter Diamandis and Stephen Kotler, authors of The Future is Faster Than You Think. You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money, but it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown-up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hi, friends. This is an intense episode that will challenge you, but it will also make you smarter and frankly, more prepared for the future. It's also really fun. I was able to interview a couple of what I truly believe are the smartest people out there when it comes to our world and where we're all headed. In the interest of time, I'm going to keep their introductions relatively brief, but their accomplishments are extensive. Look these guys up. It's a lot. Entrepreneur and best-selling author Peter Diamandis has started over 20 companies. You may know him as the founder of the XPRIZE Foundation. He was recently named by Fortune as one of the world's 50 greatest leaders. And his co-author, 12-time best-selling author and award-winning journalist Stephen Kotler is one of the world's leading experts on high performance. He's head of the Flow Research Collective. His books include The Rise of Superman and Tomorrowland. Together, Diamandis and Kotler have a new book just out called The Future is Faster Than You Think. It's a follow-up to their other books, Abundance and Bold, part of the Exponential Mindset series. It is intense stuff, but well worth the focus, everyone. This may be the most thought-provoking interview you have ever heard on this podcast. Trust me on this. I asked them to break down some key concepts from the book into seven ways that money will change in the future and how we can all be ready for it. And they totally delivered just for us. Here are Peter Diamandis and Stephen Kotler. Peter Diamandis and Stephen Kotler, so wonderful to have you here. Congratulations on what will be your next bestseller. The future is faster than you think how converging technologies are transforming business industries and our lives. Welcome. Good to be with you, Bob. Pleasure to be here. Tell us a little bit about the book just quickly before we get into some really cool stuff you're going to share with us. The future we talk about in the book for some people is scary because people are not used to this rapid rate of change. And the best solution for that fear is really having an understanding of where the world is going. And part of the mission of the book is to give people a clear vision of the future that these converging technologies are enabling. And for most of the case, this is a incredible win for consumers and an uplifting of abundance in the world, where ultimately these exponential converging technologies are helping to meet the need of every man, woman, and child on the planet and that makes for a world that is, in my, in our mind, I would say, safer and better for humanity. So this is a hopeful book that builds the case for creating a better world for tomorrow. 
It's really a roadmap into how money is going to change in the future and most importantly, how we can and frankly need to be ready. And a lot of this is not just you guys talking. There's a lot of scientific research here and a lot tying in technology to money and how it's going to specifically impact our lives. You're going to give us a preview and you brought with you a list of different ways that all these things are going to affect money and our lives. Let's start with the first thing on your list, and this is about our approach to retirement and longevity. Sure. Let me jump in there because it's an area that I spend a lot of time investing in and a time building companies around. And it's the notion that we're going to be heading to a, a world in which we're not dying at age 70 or 80, that we're living a healthy lifespan to 90 to 100 to 110, eventually 120 and in our book, The Future is Fashion, you think we have an entire chapter on healthcare and a chapter on longevity that tracks these different technologies. You have billions of dollars flowing into them. If you think about it, there's no larger business opportunity than extending the healthy human lifespan. And so I think this is a reality. And I think people need to start thinking about, do I have to save enough money to live to be 100 years old or 110 years old? Because if you can have the aesthetics, the cognition, the mobility at 100 that you had at 60, why wouldn't you want to? It's not about living in a wheelchair. It's about living a vibrant life. And so that's the first thing. We're going to live longer. We're going to live healthier. And we have to prepare for that. Such a great point. Let's move on to the second one. This is fascinating, demonetization, because this goes into things that we love, like travel, right, Stephen? Yeah. So demonetization is essentially the removal of money from the equation. And the simple example that we're all familiar with is the smartphone. So when Peter and I wrote the first book in, in the trilogy that has become what we're calling the Exponential Mindset Trilogy with our latest book, The Future is Faster Than You Think, is the third installment in, in abundance. Back when we started, we looked at all the technology that shows up for free, demonetized completely in your smartphone. And in 1980s prices, it was over a million dollars in oh my gosh. music players, in encyclopedias, in GPS, and on and on and on. So this is a million dollars worth of stuff that has been dematerialized. It doesn't exist anymore. It comes for free in your phone. And this is whenever technologies go exponential, one of the things that starts to happen almost automatically is they begin to demonetize. And this is going into every industry. Travel is a really radical example, both because we're seeing over the next 10 years, we're going to see technologies such as the Hyperloop, which is high-speed trains, maglev trains, 750 miles an hour. So suddenly San Francisco to LA is a 20-minute commute or Las Vegas to San Francisco is a 20-minute commute, which by the way, totally changes the real estate picture and your local school metric and your dating pool and all that stuff besides the point. But you've got five or six other technologies, autonomous cars, flying cars, rockets, etc. And then you have avatars and virtual reality, which completely demonetizes travel. Now we already have avatars in virtual worlds, but if you can put on VR goggles and have an avatar attend a meeting that you need to attend and you've got haptic technology so you can shake hands with other people and be there, or you can have telepresence robots waiting for you, right, that you sort of rent by the hour in your destination city, and you can port your senses using VR into the robot and then send the robot onto stage to give a speech for you or whatnot. And this sounds crazy far future, but Peter's company, the XPRIZE, uh, it's Nippon, right, Peter? It's all Nippon Airways, A&A Airlines. 
has basically said, how do we displace the need for airplanes? How do you not put yourself in an aluminum tube and fly someplace? And they've launched a $10 million Avatar X Prize. Can we build the avatars, like Stephen was saying, that I can transport my consciousness, my senses, and my actions hundreds or thousands of miles away instead of flying in an airplane? Wow, so cool. Let's talk about the investment opportunities angle here because uh, you say convergence means that future financial investment opportunities can lie between industries and mashup markets. What does that mean? It means that we had pure play investments before in a computer company or communications company, a healthcare company, but all of these things are beginning to blur, right? We're seeing Amazon all of a sudden going from a bookseller to a food company when it buys Whole Foods, and it's now moving into healthcare and into finance. And so we're going to start to see companies that are blurring the lines between what have been traditional areas. And a lot of the companies that are going to be crushing it are data driven companies. You know, Google and Amazon and Apple are in our home, and they're going to start to play increasingly different roles. It was interesting than Tim Cook. We talk about this in The Future is Faster Than You Think. Tim Cook makes a statement like, in the future, Apple is going to be best known for its impact on healthcare. Wow. So we're going to start to see a lot of these blurred lines. And so when you are excited about investing in a particular industry, a particular area, it's not going to be the traditional players. It's going to be a new set of players coming in from unpredictable adjacencies. Which dovetails to your point that there's going to be a lot of new players in finance. There are going to be a lot of new players in finance, and finance as a whole is going to radically change. You know, we've seen this already. We've seen what AI did to finance, right? At this point, when there's high trading volume, for example, 90% of the trades on Wall Street are being made by computers at this point. And that's just today and where we are. But to Peter's point, the advantage you get is data right? The more data you have, the bigger understanding you have of markets. And we'll see this in traditional finance. We're going to see this playing huge roles in insurance. We're going to see this show up in real estate. It's really going to transform the financial landscape. And, you know, first inklings of it, companies like IBM, um, Watson doing wealth management services, right? It's going to mean that people working in the finance space, creativity is going to become the most important skill going forward. This was not a skill 20 years ago you would have really associated with finance. And now it's it's the key skill because everything else that can be automatized will probably be automatized. Insurance, it is going to radically change. Insurance is going to change dramatically. And we are going to go away from what was the old actuarial tables of statistically over a population of 100,000 people, here's the probability. That's not going to be the case. Now it's like, okay, this is specifically the probability for you, given the technology you're enabling, given the way you eat, exercise, and so forth, your genetics and such. And we're going to insure you personally, and we're, we're going to work to keep you healthier longer, alive longer, fire-free, theft-free, and that's our job now. So interesting change, which makes the world a better place. And people will want that kind of insurance over the, we'll pay you after the disaster occurred. The other thing I want to add to that is, of course, with autonomous cars, car insurance as a category goes away, right? If the cars are driving themselves and they don't crash, car insurance goes away, or at least the risk, it shifts from the consumer, right? Google with Waymo, Alphabet with Waymo, 
They provide everybody who gets in the car automatically gets insurance because they're the one who controls the autonomous cars. So that's another category that's going to disappear. Let's talk about artificial intelligence. How will this affect, for example, the everyday consumer, people buying stuff? So interestingly enough, we're all going to have a version of Jarvis from Iron Man. If you remember Jarvis, Tony Stark had this AI that was in his uh, his suit and in his home, and he would talk to it, and Jarvis would be like personal intelligent butler or assistant in this regard. And we have the early versions of that with Amazon Echo. We have the early versions of that with Google Home and such. One thing that's going to happen in the consumer world is that your AI is going to do your buying for you. And if your AI is doing your buying for you of foods or consumer products in general, what's that do to advertising? Right. If I'm not making the decisions anymore, you can throw all the ads at me you want. But my AI is actually looking at my genetics and the molecular makeup of the toothpaste and saying this toothpaste is better for you than this one. And everyone in your peer group, Peter, is buying this and enjoying it. And it's cheaper. So I'm buying that for you and you getting your toothpaste. You go, oh, I like this one better. Right. So the world becomes automagical. I love it because it can save a lot of money for consumers and time and energy to not have that decision-making stress because every decision is stress. Absolutely. These are parts of where the world is going and not in 30 years or 20 years, this next decade, which is what we outlined in the book. Last thing I want to go through is you say we're moving to a cashless future to the surprise of really no one, I think. I think everyone kind of sees the writing on the wall with this one. Where it starts to get really interesting is, for example, Amazon Go. This is a cashierless checkout where you scan a QR code on your way into the store on your phone. You take the items off the shelf, sensors in the items, notice that you've taken it. The AI cameras pick it up and it's automatically deducted from your account, which is linked to in your cell phone. And there's no more cash in the equation. And this is those stores are here. They're rolling out at scale over the next couple of years. And sure, there are probably always going to be craft retail stores like throwback stores we still have real humans in the chain here but at convenience stores at gas stations at grocery stores places we're already seeing automated checkout anyways right we're checking ourselves out and it's a pain in the butt now the hassle is gone and obviously the, the savings for retail is enormous there's no way to compete what can the average person be doing to get ready for this future we put out something called Abundance Insider, which is a weekly email of how the world is getting more abundant and how to see this positive news. There are amazing books that Stephen have written. Please read Abundance and Bold, which are the first two books in the Exponential Mindset series. You know, the only other thing I would add is there's a human performance side to this, which you know I tend to work on uh, at the Flow Research Collective. So if you want to know kind of what you can do in your own life to keep up in an accelerating world, the website for the theflowresearchcollective.com will get you tons and tons of information there. Great. And what are your social handles so people can follow you as well? I'm at Peter Diamandis, and uh, I use just Peter Diamandis across for Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. I'm at Stephen underscore Kotler. And on Instagram, I'm Kotler underscore Steven. I hope you guys all enjoyed that interview as much as I did. Highly encourage everyone to pick up a copy of their new book, The Future is Faster Than You Think. And let me know which one of their themes really stood out to you and why. On Instagram, I am at BobbyRebel1. On Twitter at Bobby Rebel. And if you have not already, please get on the grown up list. You can do so right on my website, bobbyrebel.com. It is free. 
And big thanks to Peter Diamandis and Stephen Kotler for helping us all be financial grownups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.